Welcome to episode 106 of The Kraken Pod, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans, those new and old to hockey, and hockey fans looking to have fun. Along with you, we try to go into what lies beneath when it comes to everything Seattle Kraken and the NHL. And all we got is the All-Star Game. Bjorky. Oof. <laughs> oh, man, he wishes he was on the beach. Uh, Michael Buble being unhinged. Cooch getting booed. No dumb questions. We do have one. Who has played for the most teams? We got an answer in our three stars of the week. A lot of Mardi Gras action. Remember, we're in New Orleans, Kraken fans in New Orleans. Let's get to it. Episode 106 of The Kraken Pod. Let's go. What's up? My name is Jeff Januzic, and this is my friend and co-host, Joey Cirillo. How are you, dude? How was the, uh, look, we'll kind of, there's there's not too much hockey talk, right? But uh-huh. how was your first weekend of parading from Mardi Gras season, carnival season? It's new, we live in New Orleans, so we're knee deep in this. Did you do anything? Did you go out? In typical me fashion. So uh, I did go out. I went out. Uh, I actually went out for Cleopatra which you are very familiar with. Sure I am. And I went out and in typical Joey fashion, I got home around 530 in the morning. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was out, uh, I was out having a good time. Um, so it's a good thing that I've only been out really for one night uh, during this uh, Mardi Gras or deep Gras, which the past couple of years it has been labeled, which is like, cause right now we're kind of in the thick of it. I mean, especially for me, this upcoming Thursday is when we're really in the thick of it. Cause like for me, Thursday that night, for those that don't know, that's when the, uh, the crew of muses rolls and that's an all female crew. They throw like these like elaborate shoes and stuff like that. That's usually the one parade where I'm like, okay, now it's in because now it's like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Um, I will not be doing that this year. Usually every year, my best friend comes into town and he's here for like seven days. At the beginning of that, I'm like, oh, man, I'm so pumped that you're here. Let's go. By the time it's like Wednesday, the day after Mardi Gras day, and I'm like, you got to get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> Is he so, here? Is he coming? He's not. No, he actually he actually just had his first kid. So he is not coming uh, for very good reason. And he is laying low. And it's good also for me because it forces me to not be out every single night until the wee hours in the morning. I am doing and I'm. I'll get into this in our three stars. I am doing a big uh, ball on is it Saturday night. The first night of the Kraken are back in action. I will be at a Mardi Gras ball and not watching the Kraken game. So, yeah, yeah. Um, got a lot of questions to ask you. Uh, but just in case you don't know, you know, Joey and I, like I said, we live in around New Orleans and mm. the city turns into Mardi Gras carnival season for about two weeks. There's two weekends of parades. Mardi Gras Day is February 13th. That's what you might know outside of, you know, Louisiana as Fat Tuesday. Yes. But there's the the weekend before that, there's the big 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 parades and the the first weekend which just passed, um there's some there's some big parades, really good stuff. It's and it's your first weekend of parading. So there's like there's basically like 30 to 40 parades that happen just in the city of New Orleans. Yeah. Um and then around New Orleans. So it's it's nuts and people 
you know, go off the grid and just it's business doesn't get done and the city just celebrates and has a good time. It's, uh, hard, to get, it's hard to get anything done. I'm sorry. I thought you were finished there. No, it's like literally by Thursday, everything's gonna be shut down. I have like three business meetings over the next two days. I already had one, two yesterday. So yeah. everybody's packing it in before they kind of go out for a week. Did you, yeah. where did you watch Cleopatra from? Like, where were you? Oh, same spot I always do it. Uh, it's this uh, it's this Asian food place, Haiku, over on Magazine Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Haiku's yes. great. I know I know Bobby, uh, the owner, and he's great and just, like, very, very, very good people. And also, it's the perfect location. It's also, like, two doors down from one of my favorite dive bars, Brothers 3. That's right. So I, I pop into Brothers. I could say what's up to Charlie. Shot in a beer for, like, six bucks. So, yeah, it was good, man. It was fun. I, I hung out there. I watched, I watched Cleopatra actually got out there uh to the route a little bit late i ended up going to like bond temps i ended up going to the saint so yeah i got home when the sun was just about ready to start coming up and a boy yeah uh that's a great spot to watch uh the uptown parade the secret really is watching it on magazine street because saint charles is is uh chaos and a fight for land and it's, <laughs> yes <laughs> it's absolutely nuts and then you also too like what did you there was an hour delay so my mm-hmm. my wife is a lieutenant in Cleopatra. Her family runs this parade, right? And that's it's a you should it's a big deal. It's a big yes. deal to run a parade, right? Yes. It's 2500 riders, but her cousin's float was a four float tandem, which means it's like one, two, three, four floats in a row. It's talking like probably 300 feet long. Yeah, they're tur- attached by a hitch the whole deal. It turned a corner and this there's a n- notorious tree at this intersection at the very beginning that has gotten some floats before and guess what? Like it it it, it smashed the, there's a bathroom on the top. We're talking basically to a lot of, you, you don't understand what the hell we're talking about. Anyway, long story short, there, this <laughs> float got smashed under a tree and everybody was okay. And it took them an hour to unhitch it and get yeah. it going again. What did you, did you even notice the parade stopped? Were you just bar hopping? What were you doing? Well, shout out to uh, your wife's cousins because I was the person that I didn't even really go out until like 8 9 o'clock because i was really undecided that night if i wanted to go out or not like i was legitimately like pacing back and forth in my house being like do i want to go out tonight or not and i finally pulled the trigger on it and then when i did i'm get i'm heading uptown to catch the parade and i have friends text me and they're like dude don't even worry about it like cleo hasn't even started rolling yet which is their way of saying the parade hasn't started and i'm like oh, wait what's going on so literally when I got to Haiku to start watching, I think within five minutes of me getting there, it started rolling. So it was perfect for me. <laughs> I missed awesome. none of it. And I got out like an hour and a half late, which is, which is great. That's awesome. Yeah, I kind of did the same thing. Because I was out there with the kids. I take the kids to see their mom on the float. And she showers them with all the throws, like the, you know, the toys and the beads, that sort of stuff. Yeah. That they throw them floats. And we had a blast. We were out there for hours leading up to it. So by the time they saw their mom, which we saw her at the beginning, we actually were right there where the float got wrecked but we didn't know oh, that that yeah. it was that severe um so we you know talked to m- mom had celebrated pictures got all the stuff and then the kids were like we're tired so got them home but <laughs> a bunch of friends of ours come in because the wives ride with uh, my wife it's an all-female parade or like yes so um one of the husbands who I hadn't seen in a long time awesome dude i sat and hung with him at the eliza jane and had a couple of drinks while I waited for Megan. So I, I Ubered back out, which is rare for me. I, after I dropped the kids off at the in-laws, wow. I Ubered back out, Joey. You'd be proud. I made it to like I, 11, I am proud. Also, 1130. That's a, that's a hell of a night for you. That is a hell of a night for you. It was epic. So, so. Yeah, well done. Well yeah. done. And I don't blame the kids for being tired, man. That delay was serious. And I had 
you know, I was, I was tracking on my phone. I was like, oh, wow, a, a, you know, a float hit a tree. Like, what's going on here? But again, selfishly, it worked out for me because I didn't get out until late and I missed absolutely nothing. And, and legitimately, when I got there, I think within five minutes, it started rolling. So. Good for you, man. That's awesome. Uh, it is that time. It's it's just it's just a fun, magical time of the year. Are we, I don't think we're are we having a podcast next week because usually our our podcast comes out on Tuesdays. It will be Mardi Gras Day, or like like you mentioned, people outside of Louisiana know it as Fat Tuesday. I will be dancing and hugging strangers and and drinking in the streets for hours. So there's that. Yeah, yeah. I I think uh, because we'll be in Disney. Mm-hmm. that day and uh i need to milk every second of that because between the housing situation that we have going on and and then you know we're the disney situation is like i'm literally watching dollars go to my bank account and i'm, I'm saying if i'm going to be in disney <laughs> which we maybe should have canceled that trip but we're still going to do it i'm going to enjoy every second of it so i will be uh in the magic kingdom that day which another louisiana thing is um, we've talked about this too is school is out for most kids all we're all in 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 new orleans school is like out next week yeah and then we have spring break later on too but anyway and a lot of people from louisiana from new orleans they, they skip out on parades and they go travel they either go ski or they go to disney yeah so it's my first time doing disney mardi gras and apparently on mardi gras day fat tuesday if you will Everybody goes to the Magic Kingdom, and they they're at that park all day. So it's going to be Mardi Gras there. Why is that? I think it's because you know Mardi Gras is the carnival season, parade season. It really is a family thing. A lot, it's a family vibe. You and you may not know this, but you know if you're not you know from around New Orleans, you might think Bourbon Street and boobs and stuff, and tourists do that. But it's a family thing, and I think families grow up in this and and they go for years and years and years. And then kids uh, who, as they get older, I think a lot of kids kind of like, okay, yeah, I've seen a lot of parades. They're just not as into it anymore. And our kids Mm -hmm. totally are, but we, we were kind of like, you know what, let's, let's go get to Disney because the kids are still pretty young. This is our last shot for them to kind of really like feel the magic before they get a little, you know, jaded and older. Um, And people, Half the people get out of town and leave during Mardi Gras week, right? Uh, and then the other half stick around. So between skiing and Disney, the families kind of go to Disney or to to go ski. And mm-hmm. actually, uh, you know, going to Disney was the more economical option. So that anyway, is insane. That that's the crazy part to me. That's what's part of it. And um, you know, we're we're very excited. So long story short, is no, I don't think there will be anything next week. Uh, maybe maybe we'll record a ten minute or five minute placeholder, but I don't know. I think we're going to be gone, and then we're going to come back with a vengeance, much like the Kraken will in the second half of the season. Yes, that's a great segue. So I'll just yeah. leave it. All right. <laughs> well, we don't have too much hockey to talk about, so let's get to your Kraken reaction. First thing I want to say, Joey, is I last last week. Towards the end of the episode, we were making jokes about, oh, we need some sponsors on this show. We need to get some sponsors. And that's mm-hmm. that's on us. That's on Joey and I to reach out to like we we're talking about businesses and 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 people who 
you know, maybe some bars, maybe some places, you know, some some merch people, you know, in the Seattle area or whoever it might be, right? We got yes. an awesome, thanks to you listening, we have an awesome loyal audience, right? And we're going to try just, you know, hey, let's get some sponsorships so we can create and make some merch, maybe invest in some equipment to make this pod a little bit better, you know, kind of do that, right? And we, and we, we're, we're working on that. We got some really cool things going on behind the scenes like that will actually happen, like mainly because we've contracted with other people to do it. <laughs> so, yes. Um, but I want to give a shout out to Coco, who has been so gracious and awesome to us on Twitter. She's definitely a Kraken Pod fan member. She reached out and she didn't really even know necessarily what we were saying, but she heard we need sponsors. And she reached out and said, I'd like to sponsor you for $300. Meaning like she wanted to just give us $300 as a sponsorship. Yes. And we were like, and Joey like answers like, Oh God, that's so amazing. Wow. No, no. We were talking about businesses. Not, you know, like, thank you so much. We're, well, we were joking. Cause you're like, if someone just gave us 300 bucks, they can do whatever they want. That's right. That's right. And she was like, I'll give you $300. Like here's this. I don't even know what she does, but I guarantee you she's like us. She's just, you know, she's, she's working. She's just doing it. And she's like, I'll, just, I'll pay you $300. Like that just is a testament to the fact that, you know, I think we're up to now like 98 hardcore mm-hmm. listeners. Um, I believe so. Yeah, maybe. I believe so. Maybe. And she's yeah. one of them. And like the fact that she was just like, yeah, 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 I'll, I'll do it. I'll pay you. Like, oh, my God. That's just that would, meant a lot to me and Joey that like, <laughs> how cool is that? That we this thing that we've been doing for a couple of years now. And there's people out there like that. That's just awesome. So shout out to Coco. Thanks for the sponsorship. Now, if you would have said now for a thousand dollars, we'll take that. We will take that, Coco. So thousand yes. dollars and we'll take it. No, no all cash please you know manila envelope um cash money baby yeah no no but seriously that was great so i just wanted to very nice say that love it so let's talk about hockey the only hockey we have really was the all-star game and seeing bjorky like go through the all-star experience and the memes that were going around on twitter Mm-hmm. Of his blank stare as he went unpicked in the draft. <laughs> and him just thinking about, why am I here? I should be on the beach. Uh-huh. I just was laughing at the whole thing. And I feel bad for him. But at the same time, I don't. But anyway, that's pretty much the gist of it. Is our guy was an afterthought. He totally got screwed out of a vacation. And I think the Kraken, I know he makes a lot of money. But I think the Kraken should hook him up with a vacation at an Airbnb in San Diego. Uh, in the off season. It, that's the uh, minimum what they can do. And I've come to realize that the only reason why I tune into anything, oh, are you eating oatmeal? <laughs> the, only, <laughs> the only thing. <laughs> I need to stop and take a picture. Well, I make a giant bowl of oatmeal. I am. Um, oh my God. Sorry, like, man. Wait. No, you're good. I'm just off, that's fucking hilarious. Off the rails. We are yeah, officially off the rails. All right, we are officially. What do we call that? In, we're in the depths. In the depths. I thought you were just pausing for dramatic effect. You just actually just forgot it. All that well, brain food, all that oatmeal you're eating. No, my like, wife told me she's like, today I forgot something else. She's like, I think are you do you have early onset dementia? I said oh, no. I said, I don't know. Um yeah. But I'm also doing 50,000 different things. She is too. And she is way sharper than I am. But yeah. um, I am forgetting a lot these days. Um, nice. so there. That's why I'm eating the brain <laughs> food and trying to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> so 
Uh, yeah, no, I I really only enjoy watching any part of the. I'm I'm good on the oatmeal, but thank you for offering. Mm. I'm I'm only good on the uh, mm-hmm. anything with All Star related because it's comical to me to look at the the players' faces and just realize how much they do not want to be there. I mean, it's the NHL really has uh has fumbled the puck on this. I don't know what's going like. <laughs> it's just it's terrible, man. I mean, there's there's really nothing enjoyable about it. Um, I was reading some articles that were really, really trashing it, especially when it came to what happened with Kucherov, which we'll get into here in a second. I legitimately, all jokes aside, felt bad for Bjorkstrand, a.k.a. Ollivander, because not only does he have to give up vacation to be in Toronto when he doesn't want to be there, that viral video came out, and I get it, right? Like, the Seattle Kraken admins are doing their job. You know, they had the camera set up in Haxel's office. Like, we're going to capture this moment. He's going to get, you know, announced to his first All-Star game. Let's get his reaction. And his reaction was like, well, all right. Guess I got to <laughs> cancel that San Diego beach trip. And <laughs> clearly doesn't want to fucking be there. Don't blame him at all. Come time of the, the NHL All-Star draft. And, you know, everyone starts getting picked. And at the end of, and at the end of it all, there's four guys sitting there, including Bjorkstrand. Trocek, Petrano, and Hurdle. And they're all just sitting there. And because they don't want technically somebody who's picked last, because that's, I mean, this whole format is already so insanely stupid to begin with. So what they do is they basically like hand them like a briefcase and they're like, oh, hey, you're the last four left. Whatever's in here is the team that you're going to end up being on. But technically, you still do end up getting picked last because the funny part is, is that Bjorkstrand was the last one to open his. So by that point, the other three skaters knew exactly what teams they were going to, which means that all like Bjorkstrand also knew what team he was going to go to. So there was no surprise, which ended up being team McKinnon. And then when they're talking to him on the broadcast, they call him Ollivander. So they <laughs> mispronounce his name. They don't pick him for the draft. And the whole time he's like, I can't believe that I have to fucking be here. I mean, it was, it's comical, but it's also one of those things where, it's really, really bad. Even uh, McKinnon, again, whose team Bjorkstrand was on, uh, he had a quote that said, I thought it might be a little cringe. I thought it was pretty good. I don't know. Maybe it was a little cringe. So even McKinnon, <laughs> the, like the captain of the team that Bjorkstrand is on, uh, is just like, yeah, it was uh, it was a little cringe worthy. But shout out to Bjorkstrand because he he literally rebounded and he ends up scoring a goal in the All-Star game. And he's the only drafted player on McKinnon's team to score a freaking goal because they lost four to three in a shootout. And the other two goals came from McKinnon himself. So shout <laughs> to Bjorkstrand. Uh, you know, he, he gets the goal and I just want to give a middle finger to everyone who was talking shit to him. And uh, I don't know, man, I, I didn't actually watch the game. I caught some highlights and I, ob- and I obviously watched the uh, part of that draft, but dude, the whole format is ridiculous. And I have to ask you longtime hockey fan. Has it always been this bad? Has the NHL been trying so hard to get, I mean, I mean, honestly, I'm reading this uh, Deadspin article. And again, it was, it was more so related to what Kucherov did, which we'll talk about in a second here, but they were blasting the NHL being like, basically this is a whole thing where it's no longer for the kids and it's no longer for fans. And it's just to, you know, get you know shake hands and kiss babies to all the corporate sponsors because most of the seats go to these corporate guys and the marketing guys and the big wigs which we know what big wigs is now because we talked about this in the pod and they get to go to the all-star game and basically 
the skaters are there to like skate around and do fun stuff to entertain these guys for a couple days. I think this is a necessary evil. It's not going to go away. No, it's not. And I think that a I'm going to talk about the Pro Bowl for a second. Like the uh, watching a Pro Bowl football game is tough, right? There's there's nothing on the line. Nobody's hitting each other. It's just it's it's flag football, which is what they switched to. Yeah. And that that makes sense. No Pro Bowl makes sense. And, you know, a skills competition makes sense. I think, to be honest, and again, back to maybe I'm just losing my mind and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm can't keep track of things anymore. As a fan, it's too complicated. There's too many things to watch, too many things to keep track of. I did the same thing. I followed. I didn't watch a thing, but I followed along online. I read about it. I t- but like it's just just two, there's this game and this three on three game and this and this and this and this. I'm I'm kind of thinking let's just do Friday night skills, Saturday all star game. Make it a legit game, and it's never going to be something that gets a million people to watch it or whatever it might be. But yeah. at least I know that, like, once I commit to watching it for two and a half hours or whatever, it's done. Get back to that. I think you should just stop with all the tinkering and the this and that. And, you know, and and, and maybe that's what they're thinking about is they don't care about a TV audience. Maybe they're just thinking about, yeah, let's just let's make it a celebrity filled thing and a weekend and we'll turn it into a corporate sponsorship. And anybody who really wants to go, you'll have a crazy fan experience and it's super neat. And you're going to see you know, some superstars and that sort of thing. And I was, it was also in Toronto. So it was like, um, famous Canadian people. Um, yes, which is great. I love all those guys. Um, I'm a good friend of Michael Buble. I met him, hung out with him, told the story many times on the pod. By so, the way, I'm sorry. If you're holding this in Toronto and you have famous Canadians and you can't even get Drake to do like a video tribute to somebody, you fucked up. That should be number one on your priority list. I don't care what you have to pay the man. Like you want to grow the game, start there. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he's he's from he's from Toronto. I mean, you got to literally do from Toronto. Always, but, always repping it. Like you need to get him involved. But I don't is 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 he a big Leafs guy? I don't I don't. Does it matter? Like his his celebrity is so above and beyond even like a Biebs at this point that like you need to get him on board. I mean, if you're talking look, Canadian celebrities, Toronto, the whole deal. Get him involved in some way, shape, or form. I don't sure. care if it's him doing like it's like a video trip. I don't give a shit. No, I, I would. But here's the thing: is like Bieber's involved because he's like best buddies with Austin Matthews. Yeah, they circle jerk all the time. It's, he, it's like they cool. literally like they're they're literally best friends. Yeah. Then you've got Michael Bublé, who who's from Vancouver, by the way. And no, he dra- oh, trust he dra- me, I know. I read plenty about him after his presser. He drafted all the Vancouver guys, and we'll talk about him in a second here. But um, then you had uh, what's his name, um, the actor who's hilarious, uh, Will Arnett. Will Arnett's great. Yeah. So he's from he's from the area. Yeah. And then who was the final? Who was the final celebrity? It's the woman, and, and now I feel bad because I can't remember her name. Oh God, are we? Out. We are, them. we are them. We are them. We are the chauvinistic sons of bitches. Yeah, that's why I purposefully deleted it from my memory bank because I'm like, oh, a woman? Let me just go ahead and disregard that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Drake. Hey, Keanu Reeves is from Toronto. Wow. Jim Carrey. Okay. Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams, really? Mm-hmm. Kiefer Sutherland. 
The remember weekend. Do you remember 24 the, in that show? Yeah, 24 was awesome. It was so uh, good, the weekend, Mike Myers. Love Mike now Myers. He, huh? I love Mike Myers. Oh, I think you said fuck Mike Myers. I was like, what? No, I love Mike Myers. What? Come on now. So I married you know, an axe murderer. All like such a good movie. Dead Mouse. He's from, oh, he's I know from that. Canada. Yeah. yeah. So Dead Corey Mouse, Haim, yeah, Howie Mouse. Mandel, Dan Aykroyd. Wow. John Candy, rest in peace. Who else? Andrew Bachelor. This so there's tons there's there's tons of oh there's tons of of guy you know anyway so long story short I don't know why we got to that but uh, there you go so nice. uh, what were we talking about totally blanked out oh just making uh, an all star game Mick Ray was the was the woman that was there too okay thank you for that skills competition and and then I think an all star game and actually you know what I I was I was I wanted to watch this is they had the uh, the women's professional game on Friday as well. Yes, like yes, they yeah. had that, th- and I wanted to watch that. I, so, like that's that was kind of cool. I like that, but everything else too much. I don't know. It's crazy. Too much or too little, right? It's it's uh I don't know. The whole thing is is a spectacle that no one wants to pay attention to, and the the NHL just man they've they've really screwed it like screwed the pooch on this one. I mean, the players don't want to be there. It's just so fucking obvious, man. Um, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know. So yeah. Anyways. Moving on, let's talk about your boy Michael Bublé for a second. Did you catch any of his presser at all? Sure did. Watch some of the highlights. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> my God. So as he's talking, I'm looking into his eyes. I'm like, let me see how fucking high this guy is right now. And they are he, classy. He really? Thought so? Oh, what do you mean thought so? He full-blown admitted that he was on mushrooms. You didn't catch that part at all? I, I saw something about it, but I was like, no, there's no way. That's that's he's just I jokes. don't think he was joking whatsoever. So he made references to holy shit, I was I thought it was in Blades of I thought it was in Blades of Glory, you know, all day. And then I realized, oh my god, I'm at the all-star game. He talked about his fancy hockey team. Dude, he was just completely aloof, like joking, dropping curse words. I loved it. I was like, I did not know this guy had this personality. And then he pauses for a second. He's like, you know, he's like, I got some mushrooms from a buddy. And he told me they were, they were a microdose, and he was lying. <laughs> like, dude, I'm laughing so hard. Like, Buble was off his fucking rocker. He was having a great time. You've met him in person. Yeah. You got, like, and by the way, your story, which please share, I'm pretty sure he, like, showed up at a bar and hung out. And now I'm I, – not that I ever doubted you. It's one of those things where I'm just like, dude, Michael Buble, he fucking parties. So what's your, what's your experience with him? What's going on with Buble? Um Number one, go see him, right? Because he sings the classics. He sings like, you know, he's a crooner. He sings, and it's like everybody likes that for the most part, right? Yeah, so, Cuba crooner. Go see him because he's hilarious. And the real short version of what happened back in my radio days, he we were in Fayetteville, Arkansas. He was just starting out. He was playing a small uh, uh, center, you know, uh, performance center in Fayetteville, Arkansas, um, five thousand seat spot, if that. And he came into our radio show to do an interview. I was pumped because I kind of liked him a little bit. wasn't a huge fan necessarily, but I, I saw he was from Vancouver. I have uh, uh, I, back in the day, I really love Vancouver. Don't hate me. Um, but I wore my Trevor Linden jersey. He freaked out. That's awesome. Had an yeah. awesome interview. Hilarious dude. Just a natural. That's like half the reason why he's a celebrity. Is he's just he's just a natural genuine genuinely entertaining and funny and good person it's and easy when you're on hallucinogens 
Yeah. At the time, I think it was pretty straightforward. <laughs> but we said uh, after the show was over off air, we we're like, hey, um, well, man, we're so excited. We're going to bring some um, of our listeners to the to a meet to the meet and greet. He's like, awesome. Well, after the meet and greet's done, let's talk about where to go have some drinks after the show. And, you know, he was a celebrity, not huge, but we were like, oh, yeah, OK, absolutely. And then, you know, he leaves him. He's like, oh, that was cool. Like that. He's being nice to us. So um, meet and greets happening before the show. And he said, hey, guys, good to see you. He like said, said us by name. He's like, hey, Tim. Hey, Jeff. You know, what's what's up? OK, so where are we going to go? And we're like, well, let's go across the street, like right, right, literally like walk across the street to like one of the coolest bars in town. He's like, All right, I'll bring the crew. I'll see you guys there. And after the show, we're, we went over there and he fucking walked in. He's like, all right, guys, I'm buying drinks. This and for a little while, it was just me, my friend, my co-host, like my girlfriend at the time and like a couple other people. And we were sitting around and we sat and then he, more people showed up and we were we were there like till this is in the days when I actually stayed out late. Yeah. We, we, we were out with Michael Blake till three in the morning in, in, in Fayetteville, Arkansas. He's hilarious. Super nice dude. Told, told us all these behind the scenes stories, of celebrity and show business and shit. Just awesome guy. So I drank all night with Michael Buble. Uh, we did a lot of lemon drop shots, lemon drops. Also, he doesn't drink. <laughs> like back in the day when i used to party lemon drop shots all night <laughs> that's exactly right man well there was look there's lots of vodka tonics and stuff in between i, know, I believe it i'm just but, talking shit. is um, there anything that that uh he told you specifically that you remember like funny story wise where you're like oh my god not funny but at the time you know this was back in the day before uh iphones it's like 2003 before mm-hmm. phones took over so like celebrity gossip and stuff was um, what you read on TMZ or the internet. I don't even know if, I don't remember if TMZ existed then. Yeah. To but talk like, shit through like two cans and a piece of string. Yeah. That, well, that's what our morning, our morning show was a pop radio show. And that's what we did. Like we, we got the news from, you know, looking at different things online and just reading different things. And we would talk about c- celebrity gossip and stuff like that it was part of our deal. And yeah. um, that's how people actually listened to the radio then, which was, which was cool. Um, and at the time Paris Hilton was huge because she was just getting into her reality show, which launched, you know, the simple life with Nicole Richie that kind of launched that launched reality shows. That was the first of its kind. And it was also recorded not far from us in Arkansas. Anyway, he told us a story and, and he told us a story of how he, his, his agent also represents P- uh, Paris and she was dating, um, from the Backstreet Boys, um, Carter, uh, Nick Carter, Nick Carter, yeah. And there, there was a rumor going around that they broke up because he beat the shit out of her. And it was a rumor, and it was unconfirmed. Michael Bublé told us, like, yeah, that motherfucker beat the shit out of her. He's a piece of shit. What? Uh huh. Yeah. Damn, Bublé mm-hmm. dropping the tea over some lemon drop shots. Okay. So that was that was I remember that specifically. I'd have to ask my buddy Tim, who's still on the radio, actually. Um, Damn, and to Tim, yeah, dude, well, he's also super smart. He's in Cincinnati, Ohio, on uh, the the biggest radio show there. It's it's still really relevant, um, but also too like he he doesn't mail it in, but he's very like he knows exactly. What, he comes in, does his thing, goes home, and now he's got, um, you know, he does he. he invests in real estate he runs airbnbs and does all the things so like he's he's got like three side gigs so he's living life 
Good for him, man. Well, yeah. King yeah. of Cincinnati, just skyline yes. chili all day, every day. Which is which is so good. Which is Never so had good. It, but I know I would love it. I, just, I know my I know myself. I know I would love it. I single handedly talk shit on it. I'm like, I, I know it's delicious. The greatest drunk food ever. It's just it's just phenomenal. Anyway, so that's the Buble story, and it was I that's my best. And we, I did I met I was actually looking at a picture this morning of uh, when Paul Abdul was in the studio. We sh- and I gave her a birthday cake because we share the same birthday. That was the second coolest, the second coolest celebrity story that I have. Number one, without a doubt, Michael Buble. He's awesome. Yeah. I, I'd go see him if he comes nearby. He's great. And I'll wear my Vancouver jersey and say, remember me? Remember <laughs> you actually me? should do that. Yeah, yeah. So and anyway. In New Orleans, he can do lemon drops until the sun comes up because a lot of bars here don't even close. So he, And he notoriously, is, from what I've read, is and I, whenever his name pops up in different threads that I see, like on Reddit, people like celebrities who are the bad or good celebrities. And it's he's always in there because he's a good dude and he's genuine. And I think he's just. He's just that way. So he he may have genuinely been, you know, in really enjoying All Star Weekend, and, and I was really happy for him because, you know, he's just he's a good dude. So nice, um, you know. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, that's Anyways, it. Buble. More oatmeal. Right. Cheers. Oatmeal. More oatmeal. Cheers to cheers to oatmeal. Cheers to Michael Buble, ma'am. Good <laughs> doom. Good doom. <laughs> yep. Love it. Uh, the last thing about the all-star game uh, before we can move on with our lives and pretend like it never happened for the love of God um, is Nikita Kucherov, man. So he basically was in the skills competition and the winner, uh, by the way, received a uh, million dollars. Spoiler alert. It was the man who helped design the fucking thing. Connor McDavid uh, who ends up winning. And so basically so rigged it for himself, basically treats the skills competition. Like he treats the, uh, rest on home ice where he just gets to do whatever the fuck he wants and then gets rewarded for it at the end of the day but i digress um so nikita kucherov is actually part of the skills competition and essentially decides to mail it in he does not skate against the clock he's just kind of going out there and doing his thing clearly doesn't give a flying earmuffs fuck about uh about anything like that the crowd's booing him i watched it I was absolutely in love with it because to me, this was his way of giving a middle finger to all of the brass at the NHL who have severely messed up the format of all-star weekend and it's representation of how players do not want to be there. And he's just going out there and doing his thing. And I respect it. I also respect it because this is a a me move that I would absolutely do uh, if I were in his skates. So how'd you feel about that? I think he was just trying not to throw up. That's pretty rough. I think he was also drunk. There's also that. that He was just trying not to fall over. I guarantee you, he, I guarantee you, allegedly he was just ripped off his, out of his rocker. And it is what it's a, if I'm going to be here, I'm going to party with the boys. And that's, I think what happened. And he just was in the middle of a weekend bender. And uh, that was it. So like, who gives a shit? (laughs) And it's, it is funny. I agree with you. I'm uh, yeah. 100% in agreement. Yeah. In, so, enjoy yourself. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. Pretty Yeah. Pretty sure he was hammered. And if, and if so, then even more props to him because it was absolutely amazing. But that's it, man. That That's it for, for the uh, for All-Star Weekend. I mean, it was really a, uh, I don't know. It, the whole thing was, I, I don't know. I barely tuned into it, honestly. I mean, I've been taking this break like the Kraken have. I'm not down in Can- Cancun on a boat. You know, just doing my thing right now, but 
dude, I, I'm taking the, the mental break from hockey, especially with Mardi Gras going on for us. Well, just a quick recap of your Seattle Kraken and, and what's going on is uh, they're going to play again on Saturday night, uh, the 10th, playing Philadelphia, getting back into the action. The Kraken currently in the wild card race. They are, let's see, two points behind St. Louis right now uh, for that second wild card spot. Uh, the Blues have uh, one game in hand. Uh, you know, w- with us, we've played fifty. They played forty-nine. So we're right there. We are right there. You know, the, I hope. Here's what I hope: is the the loss to the Sharks to end the first half before the All Star break. Why did you Why did you do that, man? I wash I, it. I then blacked that out of my out of my brain. And now you want to want to bring that up. And now I'm going to have to talk to my therapist later. What are you talking about? Exactly. Please. Okay. Please All right. So that. here we go. We've got uh, just over 30 games to go. We've got a lot of work to do, but we're right there. We are right there and we're primed and ready for this team to go on this sort of like, you know, second half or, you know, the rest of the third of the season here and just, just roll into it. So I think, I really feel like the Kraken are in good shape. What I like is, you know, some teams are trending down. You know, the Golden Knights, eh, not so much. The Oilers, it's Tuesday the 6th. They play tonight um, against the Knights. Uh, and I'm so tired, and it was nice to not hear about this stupid-ass win streak, uh, which stands at 16 games. Mm-hmm. So I, I really i am actually big-time pulling for the Golden Knights to come in. And they've been a little slow wow. as of late. I really want them to come in and beat the shit out of the Oilers. Okay. Um, and end this stupid ass streak because, you know, I'll go back. I still hate the Golden Knights, but you know, I'm just ready for the Oilers streak to, to end. This is stupid. So, um, anyway, long story short, Kraken in good shape. I think we're ready. I think the boys are primed. I think they've had their time off. Bjorky will survive. I like that he scored that goal. But anyway, I, I would not be too stressed about this team. They are going to make playoffs. It is going to happen. I I'm still it. doubting them a hundred percent. Prove me wrong. Guarantee it. Never took my finger off the panic button. Prove me wrong. The Flyers have a lot to prove too because they are, uh, you know, uh, right now trending to the playoffs. Yes. Um, and we're in Philadelphia on Saturday night. So born and raised. Let's get to it, man. That's right. Watch out. So Kraken are in uh, in good shape. It's gonna happen. Be happy. All right. Good vibes only. Good Got vibes it. only. Good vibes only. Okay. Cool. All right. So uh, again, I have been diving into the DraftKings. Uh, love me some DraftKings, and I've been kind of throwing some different bets down on, on a few different things uh, with the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I've been messing around a little bit with some basketball, the New Orleans Pelicans doing all right here and there. Um, I've been having fun with a few different things. I'm ready to start back with the hockey bets, which is which is awesome. You can do the same thing and should do the same thing. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. Here's what you can do. Download the app now. Use code THPN. New customers get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. Uh, that's code THPN. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. See our, our show notes for details. I will say is they're always offering up cool bonus bets and you should totally look into it. And it's across all sports. It kind of depends. So um, really worth it. Uh, it's a lot of fun. So check it out. DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app. All right. Uh, 
Raycon wireless earbuds, man, these things are phenomenal. And the reason why is because they sound great. Battery life's awesome. The the uh, money back guarantee is fantastic. Everything about it is great. The best part is the price. The price is half of what you're going to pay for the big fruit brand who really, let's face it, is not really interested in 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 audio too much anymore because they want to strap uh, huge goggles to everybody's face so people can walk around, which I love all, I love all these parodies of people walking around, flailing their hands around as they like effortlessly in the air are in, you know, virtual reality with these, these fruit brand goggles, you know? So anyway, you basically are just paying for awesome audio and that's all Raycon does. They're not worried about um, space goggles, right? So what you want to do is go to buyraycon.com slash THPN. You'll get 15% off your Raycon order. Uh, earbuds, Bluetooth audio, tons of options. Um, you're not going to regret it. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Use that code 15% off your Raycon order. Buyraycon.com slash THPN for 15% off. Note them questions. Pretty good one. I know this guy pretty well. I know the, the, the person that's in this answer. I, I, I did sneak at Joey's answer. Well-researched here. But... Uh, no dumb questions is where, look, you know, you could look at, look, look it up. Sure. But we also too have Statman Joey who finds really good information. And if you've got a dumb question, don't ask other podcasts because they'll laugh you out the room. They'll force you to not listen. They'll block you from podcast apps. Ask us. We'll happily look this up because we treat this as, is there, if there's a chance to learn about something new, it's for us. So Joey, what is this week's no dumb question? Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. This week's No Dumb Question, shout out to S. Rock Vera on uh, Twitter, X, whatever, uh, just long time member of the Kraken Pod fam. Yeah. And this question was inspired uh, via Max Domi that got her thinking about this. And the question is, what is the record for the most teams that one player in the NHL has played for? And before I go deep into the answer, I'll provide the name, and then I would love to hear your memories on him. Because that answer is Mr. Michael Sillinger, the draft pick for our Detroit Red Wings in 1989. Yep, Detroit Red Wings podcast. Um, yep. No, I, Mike Sillinger is a name that reminds me of when I first got into hockey. Because at the time when he became a Red Wing, that was like when the Red Wings were just coming out of their Dead Wings era. And um, he is a guy that I will forever associate with when I first really started getting into that team and like, you know, 1990, 91, 92, like my first hockey Jersey was a Ray Shepard Jersey from the 92, 93 season. I think he scored 50 goals then um, this Ray Shepard dude. So Mike Sillinger was right there with them. So uh, Mike Sillinger definitely evokes some awesome, warm um, hockey memories for me growing up in Detroit. I love it. Yeah. And uh, like you just mentioned, Detroit, he was selected 11th overall by Detroit in 1989. He ended up playing 18 seasons in the league, 1,049 games, scoring 548 points. And uh, he ended up playing at the time, to answer the question, for 12 different teams and was traded nine different times uh, during his NHL career, both of which, by the way, are league records. The being traded nine times is actually tied for first, along with Brent Ashton. And here are the teams that he played for. 
Detroit, Anaheim, Vancouver, Philly, Tampa Bay, Florida, Ottawa, Columbus, Phoenix, which is now Arizona, St. Louis, Nashville, and he was also a New York Islander. He played for a very long time. And here's what's funny. (laughs) I I am not kidding. Is his son is, you know, one of our worst enemies, Cole Sillinger. Over in Columbus, who just laid the hit on Manny Beneers, right? And then Vince Dunn was uppercutting. And I'm not, I'm not kidding, Joey. I am not kidding. Is, yeah, I don't know when it was when I first heard Cole Sillinger. He's a good player, um, yeah. even though he's an asshole. Uh, when I first heard Cole Sillinger's name a little while back, I was like, "Wait, is Mike Sillinger still playing? I need to look him up." And that's how long he played because he hasn't played in the NHL for like 15 years. But I was like, "Is he still somehow playing? I don't know." Because he was one of those guys who just was always around. And always kind of pitching in on some offense and scoring some goals or doing something. So, yeah, Mike Sillinger is one of those names. I, in in 30 years, when Cole Sillinger's uh, son is playing in the NHL and I'm 80-something, I'm going to be like, wait, is Mike Sillinger still playing? It's crazy. No, he's at home now watching his son get his face beat in by Vince Dunn. So, congrats yeah. on your retirement, Mike Sillinger. Screw the, <laughs> screw the Sillingers. Mike Sillinger, cool. Cole Sillinger, no. Yes. Mm-mm. No. Uh, that's a good question, though. Yes. Dude's been around for a long time. All right, so if you've got a Notam question, hit get it to us. Usually DMs are best because that's we can actually track that shit. Um, DM on X, Twitter, whatever, which I think their official name should be X, Twitter, whatever. Um, you know, Or try out Instagram or Facebook or TikTok. DM us your, your Notam question, and that way we can track it and make sure we, we ask it uh, for you on the pod. Yep. All right, so... We've got to rank our uh, stars of the week. This is where Joey and I kind of talk about what's been going on in our personal life. And um, we rank it in, in our stars of the week. So, Joey, what you got? What's your third star? Nice intro. That oatmeal is really helping you out there. I think you do have early onset dementia. Uh, Something's up. <laughs> Let's see. I got I got to run a business. <laughs> yeah. I uh, got to go. We're I own two houses. Uh-huh. We're going to Disney. We just got through Mardi Gras. My wife ran a whole damn float. Uh-huh. We got too much shit going on. And yeah, I can't keep up with this shit. It's just, you know. Yeah. I mean, it is, hey, but it, it's a good thing. Meds. You, you taking meds. You brought a lot of it yourself. No one said, sell your house and go to Disney. You're like, let's bring it on. Hey, it's like screw you, it's like you. You got the extra dog, you know? Screw like, you. That's more variables. For your... <laughs> screw you for your reality check, you son of a bitch. How dare you tell me about what how actually our life has unfolded on everything we've just decided. To do. I, by the way, they're all very positive, great things. I'm just saying I do it to After, myself. I do it to myself all the time without kids. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so stressed out. It's like, wait, I, I tacked on 10 more things to my plate voluntarily. But anyways, after March, I ain't doing shit for the rest of the year. <laughs> all right. My third star of the week is King cake. And I know we've already talked about King cake. And shout out to members of the Kraken Pod fan that are going out there and finding King Cake outside the state of Louisiana. In Washington. In yeah, Washington State. For the first time. Yeah, dude. Freaking shout out to Fred Meyer. I mean, holy crap. I forgot all about Fred Meyer. I used to go to Fred Meyer uh, all the fucking time when I was a kid because, I mean, that was a store that you went to uh, in Lacey. Shout out to Lacey. Uh, but, dude, no, I literally can't stop eating it. So I went to – um. there's a place here that you know about that I will explain. King Cake Hub. And it's at a location. It used to be uh, at a local movie theater. Now it's at a local brewery. And basically, a lot of these vendors and places that make king cakes will actually just ship directly to this hub. So you can go there 
they sign because deals I, with these people. Like, it's oh, they're like, yeah, they're like they're definitely signing. making deals. Mm-hmm. And you can basically go there and shop among a variety of king cakes, and so you don't have to kind of bounce around all over town. You get like centralized. You streamline the whole king cake process. I went there, and you will love to hear this. I picked up two Randazzo king cakes, dude. No, <sighs> not Nana. They, they did not have Manny Randazzo, did they? No, they don't have Manny Randazzo. They have Nana they Randazzo. Have, yeah, yeah, they do. They do. And I had, I bought, I got two, and proceeded to eat almost an entire one by myself. I'm not even joking. And then yesterday, decided to open the second one at the house because the first one's now gone and ate easily 25% of it just yesterday because it's at my house and I work from home. It's a fucking problem. Um, I don't know how to stop. I don't know how to stop, honestly. So that's, that's where I'm at with King Cake, and it's, it's an honest problem. I feel a little fucking doughy right now, and I'm annoyed because I was, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to be going out that much during Mardi Gras. Usually by the time Mardi Gras is over, I'm like puffy and bloated from all the alcohol consumption. I've been eating like shit. But this year, I haven't really done anything minus the one night that I was out all night. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to feel better about myself. Nope, just kidding, because I'm going to, you know, replace uh, copious amounts of alcohol with just eating entire king cakes to myself. Oh, dude, I love that. All right, so I know Dong Fuang is your favorite, right? Favorite? Oh, Dong Fuang is the best, yes. So favorite, that's your favorite favorite. Okay, so what's next after <sighs> that? Like, we, we're throwing that one out. We know it's your favorite, but, like, there's there's – there's so many bakeries. Like, wh- I need to know your like. Haydell's is is really up there. Okay. Uh, mm, uh, Breads on oak. Their king cake. Oh my god, dude! It's so good. Do you? And then and then uh, Maurice's French pastries. Oh, my, what? Oh, come on, man! <laughs> you know we eat a lot of king cake, but we kind of stay in our in our lane. Um, we don't get out get out too often because we know what we like you know what i'm saying and we just kind of go for that um you know the manny randazzos is the king um you should if you want to learn about king cake you should just google like the randazzo family tree and um it's like the legal drama and uh basically this 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 dude years ago years ago like 50 years ago not manny randazzo was like sal randazzo uh his bakery uh, he started selling his king case, got super popular. He has got like four kids and the kids split off and then some, you know, got married and they all kind of made their, took the recipe and made their own thing. Yes. And it turned into this fiasco of like legal drama. And now there's like four or five different bakeries that are either named Randazzo or something different, but all kind of use the same recipe. Anyway, Manny is kind of seen as like the king of the king cakes in that family, but there's some offshoots, Nana Randazzo, is in a different part of town. That's what Joey was just talking about. Yes. That's that's a little different, but it's kind of it's similar to the original Randazzo King Cake. Similar-ish. Ish. It's a little different. There's there's subtleties here. Um, and dude, I, this year we've had it before, but this year I feel like something's different. Kaluta's king cake, I swear, is very good. Exactly the same as Manny's this year. And I felt like last year it wasn't. What? So We've been hitting. We've been hitting up the Kaluta's. Kaluta's is like I think they. Ju- I think they got it almost exactly Manny's. Because we had a Manny's. I went a couple weeks ago. I got a Manny's, and then the next King Cake we got because that didn't last long. I was like, let's try Kaluta's because I know it's part of that family. And it was like, man, since we had these back to back, it's like almost exactly the same. So we're on Kaluta's number two. Wow. Well, good for y'all. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't. 
I haven't had Kalutas this year. We're running out of time. Yeah. And instead of actually being sad about running out of time, I'm looking forward to it. Mike, please remove this from my life. Um, Yeah. I have no self-control whatsoever. I need to move on from it. What's your uh, third star of the week? My third star of the week is prepping for the Disney, man. Prepping for the Disney. Um, We are, we finally passed, you know, Megan's uh, Mardi Gras parade. So this is the week we can now start thinking about Disney. We leave this Saturday. Um, I am in a in a walking parade on Friday, so there is that. So I have to. What well, we leave six a.m. on Saturday morning, so I have to be very good and responsible, at least enough to function the next morning to get there. Um, and I and I'm already psyching myself up to make sure I do that because. I really want to enjoy Disney. We've downloaded the app. We're, we're, I'm, tr- I'm in training for the app because you got to like make sure you're you know waking up early in the morning to book your rides every day. You know, got our plot. We're plotting out which parks we're going to be in over those days. Um, I've got a pack. Got a pack. So you know, I I'm usually a last minute packer. I've got a pack ahead of time because I'm going to be in this parade, this walking parade. So like, it's all this week is finally I'm allowed to think about Disney. Because all these other things were going on last week. So now, Disney. The house is almost sold. We're on the other side of that. We're just waiting to close, which is great. So that's... So anyway, now we can go and I'm going to enjoy Disney too. You know, work is settled. I got that taken care of. So I can I can pretty much tune out and just enjoy Disney World. So um, um, after this podcast is over, it's kind of like I'm in. I'm gone. I'm into Disney World. Deep Disney. Deep Disney. I love it. I yeah. love it, man. Yeah, my uh, my second star of the week in uh, 2018 called and once it's TV show back. My second star of the week is I finally watched season one of True Detective. I had never seen it before. I've always heard great things. And more so, there's a new season out, season four with Jodie Foster. And all all I see online is everyone being like, the, the only good season of this show was season one. Every other season sucks. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I've heard season one's great. I never had a chance to watch it. Let me sit down and watch this show. Holy shit, man. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but season one of True Detective is incredible. Uh, The acting jobs by uh, Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey are unparalleled. And um, yeah, a lot of twists and turns. Just phenomenal acting. Loved it. Also, Based in Louisiana, makes Louisiana look horrible. Everyone in that show is like obese, a child abuser, uneducated, poor. <laughs> like, oh my god, man! But they're they're in like the middle of nowhere in Louisiana. So I mean, it is what it is. But regardless, um, True Detective season one. I am not even going to watch the other seasons because I peaked with that one. But I, I finally watched it. I absolutely love it. If for some reason, you are like me and you have not seen it. Please watch. It's on my list of things I want to watch. I was just uh, reading something about uh, Louisiana accents in in film. And I'm an outsider. I'm a transplant, so I really can't say anything. But I enjoy reading it because it's, it is tough to nail the Louisiana accent, like especially because there's really several different types. And in New Orleans, there's like 10 to 15 different types of accents. It's crazy. And um, the people in louisiana who are ranking you know these movies and putting them out there and like tv shows they they put like true detective at the top of the list of shows that really got it right and wasn't over the top 
You know, like, do you ever see that SNL skit where the people from Louisiana sat down at dinner and they kept talking about New Orleans? Like, no, you, I have not, but I need you, to watch that. You need to, you need to Google it. I forgot who, who the actor was, but like, it, they're making fun of, of, they went to New Orleans like one time. And then, and then they like show up to dinner after their trip and they're like all dressed like they, you know, you can tell like they got the, the New Orleans look and they're like, you know, in New Orleans, which, <laughs> which is not what you say. So love it. Um, love it. That, love was, it. that was pretty funny. Um, okay. My second star of the week is, uh, dude, the one thing, there's a lot of things that I've learned, a lot dude, of things that I've car? learned. No, dude, where's my car? Uh, uh, did I tell the Scotch story about dude, where's my car in the Rolling Stones concert? I don't think so. What? Yeah, I'll talk to you about another time. So, okay. um, that was another radio story. Um, so, what was my point? I don't know. Something about dude, and then I cut you off because I'm a jerk. Oh, man, I am losing my mind. My wife's right, as usual. The second star of the week is my vendor list. My vendor list. Like, I've, I've always kind of had a list of people like oh i can call this guy about this thing call this guy about this thing is now between the stuff we have to do at the new house and the stuff we have to kind of fix here at the old house like i've got i finally got a roofer i finally found a roofer that i think is good okay but like i've got this list that i'm going to constantly curate and i think i'm going to sell it at some point like dude you want to know like i've had jeff's list remember you know like angie's list yes 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 that's why angie's list exists because like it's so fucking hard to to find people that are like, you know, can come fix your fence or come fix this thing or fix this thing or that thing. And once you find somebody who's good, that's like gives you a good price or shit, even just gets it done and does it well. And so maybe higher price, you're like, okay, that's the guy. That's the that's the chick. That's the person. I've got this list going and I'm feeling really good. Now I've crossed some people off this fucking list. They, they've been cut. It's cutthroat list, but I'm like my vendor list. That's the biggest thing that I'm really excited about with the move is going into this new house, which we're going to need some work. I now have the go-to list of people that I can trust. Good. Yeah. I'm glad you got there. I have, yeah. I have my team of people, but they're all on the South shore of uh, new Orleans. They're actually in the greater new Orleans area. So if they, if they were being called upon to go over your neck of the woods, they're probably going to charge you some sort of fee. So we shall here. see. Fuck yeah, it is what it I is. I don't care. <laughs> I got my list. <laughs> my uh, my first the podcast. Who yeah, cares? Fuck, yeah, fuck they up. don't listen to this. Just Mm-mm. apparently all your other friends and family. Yep. Uh, my first star of the week is Endymion Extravaganza. That is the parade slash ball that is taking place on Saturday. The Kraken are officially back in action. Again, I will not be watching because I will be at a ball all night. Dancing the night away. I think like the, the musical guests were like Flo Rida and like Sting or some shit. I don't know. I honestly don't care. It's a blast. I got to actually pick up my tuxedo today. That's ready to roll. I'm excited for the tuxedo. Buy I'm one. Buy one next, I need, next year. I'm buying one next year, dude. It, it dri- it's driving me fucking nuts. But um, I, I lost my black cummerbund and tie. And I was while I was thinking about it, I actually went and I just ordered it so I can have it for next year because I fucking I'll forgot it. No, yeah. you need to do it. It's a, it's a, it's a must need move. And I, I did get like some custom stuff done where I got some, some fun Mardi Gras shit on it. Yeah. But overall, man, I'm just like, I got to buy a tuxedo. Cause it, I mean, anyways, moving on from that, I'm excited, man. And Demian's going to be great. Um, and for those that don't know, like every time the parades end, they, the floats have to go somewhere and they will go into a, an area that's, you know, like a float den 
where they are all where they are all held. Huge warehouse. A huge warehouse. The difference is when they roll in, there's thousands of people in that warehouse waiting for them. And they've all been drinking, they've all been eating, and they're hanging out, and the women are in ball gowns and the men are in tuxedos, and we're all, you know, getting beads unloaded on you and throws from the floats coming in. And everyone on the floats, they're blackout drunk and they're in a great mood and they come off the floats and the bands come on stage and then everyone gets together and parties and they party all night. So that's what I'll be doing. I'm very, very excited. I've never attended an Endymion before. I've done Orpheus Ball a couple times. Uh, my only issue is I did not realize that usually Endymion is done at the Superdome, at the dome where the Saints play. I legitimately did not realize that this year it was not going to be in the dome because they're doing renovations to it during the off season. I'm actually very bummed out about that because yeah, like my first Endymion, this is going to be great. I get to, you know, check off, you know, partying in the Superdome off my bucket list, and I cannot do that because it's at the convention center. So I'm, I actually am upset about that, but whatever. I'll have a good time regardless. Convention center is pretty well done. Also, too, to yeah, put no, this... it's fun. It's just it's not the nah, same. No, you're I right. I want to party in the dome. In it's the a dome experience. Yeah, you know. Also, too, this other, to, you know, for you to like this is. If you don't, you just, you probably like, what the fuck is all this shit? Yeah. They broadcast it live on the news. They do. Yeah. You can, you can actually like live stream in Demian. And, and here's the thing. Oh, I was going to mention this earlier too. For Mardi Gras Day or, you know, Fat Tuesday, as some outsiders might know it as, I tried to take like videos and photos and upload it. But the issue is, and it's a great issue to have, is that it's literally the happiest day on earth. I mean, everybody on Mardi Gras Day is in the best mood they've ever been in, in their entire lives. And you see the craziest costumes. And there's just people hanging out in the streets and like sharing jello shots and food and beers and everyone's hugging and there's music everywhere and bubbles and shit. And there's so many people that I have no cell service. So like all day, my phone does not exist because I'm just in the, in the thick of it. So I will try my best to capture some stuff and share in the moment. So crack and pod fam can see what Mardi Gras day is all about, but no promises because uh, there's there's no service to be had because uh, I'm usually down the French Quarter for hours on on end. Yeah, fair. You know what? Tune out. I'm just gonna cop out and say like I actually I'm gonna put this on the list for the next pod we do. There's a book that I'm reading that I actually I really love. It's kind of changing my life. I really like it. Um, that's a little tease. That's what they call in the industry a tease. Um, my first star is just gonna be. Um, I, I'm thankful for the the pod. I'm thankful for you, Joey. Thankful for uh, you listening. Um. We truly are after we get through Mardi Gras and this Disney trip, kind of uh, beginning a new era of uh, the Kraken Pod. Like it's it's going to happen, um, and we got some new merch that hopefully will be coming out. It, yes, just before playoffs start. Couple of things, just a couple of cool things we're working on. One thing that you've been wanting, and you know, and another thing that's new. It, it, hopefully, we can get it finished and completed and going. But uh, we're working on some cool things because we've met some cool people. Uh, who are helping us out. So, you know, I'm excited for that. And I'm excited for getting into just the second half of the season. Once we are done, once we are done with Mardi Gras, the Disney trip and all that sort of stuff, it's going to be a fresh start for the Kraken pod and the Seattle Kraken. We're making playoffs, baby. We are making playoffs. Jeff Lasso was back. I disagree. So let's, <laughs> I want to be proven wrong. Let's go. I love it. All right, cool. Awesome. We'll have an awesome week. We probably won't talk to you next week. So, you know, we'll be, we'll be tweeting a little bit here and there, maybe chatting about the Kraken. If you can tag us in any Kraken updates, because Joey and I for the next, like uh, probably eight, nine days are going to be uh, in and out. 
All right. So I'm going to say that, but occupado. Yeah. Have an awesome week, Joey. And we're going to leave you with the Kraken pod chirp of the week. Have an awesome week, y'all. My buddy told me this is just a microdose of mushrooms and he was lying. <laughs> so I'll be honest. I thought I was in blades of glory for most of the time that I was out there until it sort of settled down. And then I realized, holy, I'm at the NHL all-star game.